Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. And yes, I have to sing for everything. Do you not understand? Have you not been listening to the show? Your girl loves to sing. Your girl loves musicals. And uh, I like music. I love music. Let's be real. All right. We are back for part two dose, part two um, of Becoming a Dot 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 podcast. Mini-sode is more like a longer-sode because um, this went kind of long. We were in the booth for a minute. Again, this was shot, shot. What am I? This is not a photo shoot. I'm a photographer, if you didn't know. So that just rolled off the tongue, boo-boo. But um, (laughs) this episode was recorded in Orlando, Florida at Studio SMV. Shout out to Independent Dream Factory. That sounded like a furniture commercial um independent dream factory for allowing me and my peoples to come and record at their studio yeah um we were doing a lot we were hyped up for no reason at all y'all and this is the other half of the episode and we just went in and it was a lot going on but enjoy listen but after these messages we'll be right back Welcome back, everybody, to We Gumming a Dot 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 podcast. You know where to find me, or do you? I'm about to tell you, though. All right, you can find me on Instagram at Becoming a Dot Podcast. And you can find me on YouTube at Becoming a Dot 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 Podcast on Ricky Edits Life Media on YouTube. That's Ricky with an I. R I C K I. Yes, we're going to get back into the groove of things into part two of the show make sure you follow your girl give a rating on apple Podcasts, give a review and check out these wonderful people that i have on my show they are local orlando podcasters check them out if you haven't listened to part one go back and listen and now here's the continuation of part two hey and I mean, I always, like, all the kids that had the cool parents, yeah. aka, that my parents talked to you about, because yes. they, they, they were, quote-unquote, out of control, and da, da, da. Mm-hmm. those kids are very well-adjusted, <laughs> and mm. me and the fellow PKs and all of the church kids uh, have a lot of explaining to do. Because I was PK. Because you can't have nothing, so, it, mm-hmm. I mean, it's stereotypical, but for me, I went ricocheting as far in the other direction as, I, as I could. Mm-hmm. Like, what does this do? Oh. What was that? Is that too much? Can I take can I do another one? Like it was like whatever I could do, like because if I was so you told everything is bad. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. So yeah. I want to say Boys yes, 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 yes. Now, just, yeah, I mean, hmm. I wasn't a PK, but I grew up in the church. My dad was the drummer for his church, so mm. I was there, born. I was born into the church. Mm. Everybody born knew and me. Yep. So. Ugh. Sanctified. It's, that's a whole nother episode talking about the church child. Oh, yes. We Woo! can make that. We can make that a thing. I just love my church. Yeah, oh, wait, we I talked mean, about this. Yeah, you talk, I, oh, was wow. him, I was telling him about that, too. I did. 
Yeah. That's the conversation. That's that's the whole other episode we can have. Woo. Yeah. I left my I left I left the black church. I'll say that in it's the only way I can say it. Not why I'm not going to white church now, but I'm saying I left the institution of church and mm-hmm. when I was twenty five. Hmm. I'm twenty five. Ooh. Um, the turning point. That's it. Yeah. 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 Your yeah. Saturn your Saturn returns is coming. Have you heard of that? Saturn yeah. returns? Mm-mm. So uh, um the Saturn returns is uh, every seven years, Saturn, the planet, you know, all the planets rotate around us or whatever. Mm-hmm. So Saturn rotates around um, the Earth. It, start, it passes us once every seven years. Mm-hmm. So they say every seven years, Saturn is exactly where it was when you were born. So if mm-hmm. you think about it, like, big things happen every seven years. Like, mm-hmm. when, you, when you're seven years old, you know what I mean? You've just learned how to read and write, and you're going to school, elementary school. is like first, second grade. And then you're 14, you're becoming a teenager. Mm-hmm. 21, you're able to drink. Mm-hmm. And they say um, 28. So in other between 25 and 30, they say this is, like, Saturn Returns time period. And it's kind of just, like, a lot of things just being, like, shown to you in a way. Mm-hmm. Not, not everybody has it. Most artists go through it. Um, it's just a time period where it's just, like, everything was green, now it's blue. Everything was yeah. up, now it's down. That's when I had my depression, so. Yeah, that yeah. was, I was 25. I left church. I got, it was literally, like, night and day. One day, it was, like, I was looking around, and I was, like, Mm-hmm. What is going on in here? It was like I can't even describe the feeling. It was just I hated, like when I was like nineteen or twenty, I think, because yeah. I started like maybe even before that, because I think I started looking into like different religions. Because I was like, why is this one the all be all? Why are we just concentrating on that one when there's more? What what brings the like what makes this so different than what we're celebrating? But you know, who what I'm are we? To say to to set the tone on what everybody should be believing because right. I grew up that Christianity was it and all these other people are going to hell one day mm-hmm. Buddhists and all the other people there there's mm-hmm. like you got to believe this way and this right. is how Jesus is the one only way and everybody gets a chance to see him if you don't take it it's all you and it's like I just never rocked with like the whole world Excluding. has to believe the same thing yeah. and it was the exclusions for me mm-hmm. and that's when it started and then uh, twenty five hit and that's when I got into this whole my whole like woke, um, uh, what's the word I want to look for? Um, uh, who are those, those niggas that wear the African hats all the time? Hotep. Hotep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had like a little Hotep year because I was watching Kid in <laughs> Colors. I don't know if y'all seen that. Um, it's like a Hotep starter kit, basically. <laughs> um, it's a really good documentary, okay. a three-part docuseries that is like not on any streaming service. Like I got it on like a DVD at a barbershop. Like it's very underground wow. like that. But it's a very well-done documentary, but it has, like, you know, Tariq Nasheed and Dr. Umar Johnson and all them, you know, people in there. And it just talks about, like, hidden colors, like how black people have been, like, washed away from so many different things. But mm-hmm. stuff that I never even knew. Like, it really goes really deep. Um, you know, now the misogyny and homophobia is where I, part, where I pull, pull over. Because I'm just like, okay, if we if one ain't free, we all can't be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's very much they a black choose. male yeah. system. It's basically, I call it black... Uh, <laughs> um, not what's the word when it's like white, um, not white power, but they're black supremacy. supremacy. Mm-hmm. That's what I call hotels, black supremacists, because mm-hmm. it's just like you kind of believe the exact same thing that white people do, but Except for you, black people, but black people. So like, yeah. life would be no different for me then, yeah. because you you still believe this, you you still believe the man is God, and everything everybody else under that is just helping helpers. And it's like, there's no voice for women, and women are submissive and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And I'm just like, okay, that's where I draw the line. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I left the church, dove into my whole tip shit. I was like, you know, 
not taking medicine anymore, and like I was full on into like you know reading of all these documentaries about like being from the stars and I'm a star seed and I'm an indigo child of all these things. And yeah, I shifted all that out now. I'm on stable ground, but I did not go back to church because mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, no. For me, Very tra- traumatizing. I mean, and I hear that for a lot of people where church is just like literally traumatizing or they have yeah. so many sad church hurt stories. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's not even a matter of like, I don't want to go to church or that I don't love my church because I do. Mm-hmm. I just feel like since I'm the baby there, I'm I'm 25. And I, you know, when you, I've been through so many changes at this church. Mm-hmm. My pastor married me. I, I got divorced, like mm-hmm. all this different oh, stuff. Wow. And it's like, I'm not the same person that I was when I was 21. Mm-hmm. And I feel stagnant mm-hmm. and like complacent. Like I'm not challenged to grow in yeah. my faith. And then I serve at my church too. So then it feels like a job mm. and I just don't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I think I need to leave the nest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm leaving the nest. Yeah. And you know, a lot of people don't do that. A lot of people feel that way. And, like, and they stay. And they stay. And they settle. Because mm-hmm. that's what you're that. supposed to do. Ooh. That's what you learn to do. <laughs> it is. You learn that. It's a generational whatever. Like, I don't want to yeah. say curse, but it kind of is. It is. Well, it kind of is. And it's it's lazy spiritualism to me. Yeah. Because I feel like everybody gets a chance to go out and find things. So, yeah, I was a doctor in churches like most black kids were. Mm-hmm. But uh, and me leaving the church, I mean, I, you know, went to Hot Topic and bought all the black outfits I could and, you know, <laughs> went the exact opposite. Right. I had to find my own spiritual center for myself. Right. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. The same way you're going to have to find your own for yourself. But mm-hmm. I feel like people stay in that and they feel like that's enough. It's like, okay, I go to church every week. I do it's this, not, I do that. But then just, you go have a regular, you just do the same stuff anybody else is doing. Hello? Living reckless or hello? whatever. Like, and How many scoundrels with the preacher in it? Hmm. Child. Well, I'm thing. like, why am I going to trust this man that can't even keep his own house? He's a man. Together. You don't a trust man. Men. Right. You don't so, question him. Yeah. He's a man. He's like, what do you mean? What do you question the pastor? Who are you? Woman. Watch your mouth, woman. You are. You don't question that <laughs> man. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> I mean, that's just the way it, thinks, the way it yeah. goes, and I'm just like, ah, teach his own. And I do have good yeah. memories of, like, growing up in church in some regard, but there's just always just this feeling of just, like, I'm not really wanted here, mm. kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that's the case or not, just because it's implied, and or I have to, oh, do, have I have to behave a certain kind of way yeah. in, mm-hmm. in order to do, and I'm not doing that. So I was always just kind of just like, awkwardly in the middle you know yeah. what i mean like it was i was never performative like those queens that get up there and fall out and play the tambourine and do all the yeah. extra stuff it's like i'm not doing all that no. but, I'm, but i'm also not gonna sit up here and like be like super closed up and not talk about my life or my life experiences or whatever it's like i'm just gonna be myself but mm-hmm. that only goes so far mm-hmm. and i just feel like until it's a little bit more inclusive Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, be careful with that word because he will want to be inclusive. Now there's all these spinoff churches, or it's just like that is true. The most like I went to like a gay church one time, and there's no shade. Everybody needs to feel comfortable somewhere, but right. it's like when it's so on the nose, like yeah. the ushers are drag queens, and this person is this person that. It come well, come on, come how you want to come, come as you but are. don't make it like. Uh, it was almost like a, a show, kind of. You mm-hmm. know what I'm I mean. Hungry. Like a mockery. Mm-hmm. Now, I went to a white church that was a gay church, okay. and that was actually a really good experience. It was it was kind of like a misfits church. Like, everybody there was, like, people that had left their churches. Yeah. And so, like, the word was, the guy, it was this little white man preacher. For some reason, his word, like, fit 
like I got a word every time I went there. It was His him. message, mm. everybody hit. When you're looking around, and it's black people, white people, it's thugs, it's some thugs up in there, it's some like it's all these different kind of people. And then some people come from Catholics, some people come from different backgrounds, so they mm. would always highlight like each week it'll be something else. Like this week, the gospel choir is gonna sing. You know what I mean? This week, the music music person is so and so, and they're gonna sing a Catholic song. This week, this person's gonna get up and sing their Buddhist, you know, whatever oh, okay. song or whatever. Like it was, it was. Literally, come one, come all. Oh, okay. Like, it was under the umbrella of, like, a non-denominational church. But everybody, there was Muslim people that went there, and they would go wow. up and do their little thing. Mm-hmm. And it was like, wow, I really feel like I'm learning from, like, it was a really cool experience. But okay. the black one, it felt like <laughs> I'm in a Tyler Perry play. <laughs> black people, Stop. And even those are more authentic than what was going on in that church. People rolling around the aisles and stuff, and it's just the, the pastor Why we gotta do the most? It's just sad to think about how so many people feel secluded from the church when that's literally the one place where you should always feel like you belong. Yeah, you should. That's where you should feel at home. Like the most at home. It is Mm. supposed to be your home, girl. We're all kingdom kids. Yeah. It's just really sad. Yeah, and shout out to Cornerstone Covenant. Um, Pastor Bullard is, I, he's like a father figure to me. We have a great relationship. We've always, we were always great. Like he never made me feel any kind of way about anything. Um, uh, the rest of the church was, but even still, like, it was still, like, this whole, like, there was never a, uh, like, when I was in my, I call it sex, drug, and rock and roll days, college, um, <laughs> I was really out okay. there, because I'm, I'm graduated, I'm out of my parents' house. Right. Felt freedom. Right. Felt. I was skinny, I had a convertible. Oh, he's living his best you life. You can tell me I was A damn not. thing. Yeah, I was playing, I played sax in that band, like, yeah. I was just, like, living my rock star and fantasy. Then, and then you're a musician. Yeah, so you, you know. Like, you not at the house, you can do what you want. Come and go as I please. Yep. I'm a fresh 18, ripping running through the town. Woo. So, um, I've always been in church, like, church staff, like, choir, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, um, once things were getting kind of crazy, and, um, I mean, I, was nothing, I wasn't, like, on drugs or anything, but, like, just me going out and people knew, knowing that I, I went to clubs and stuff and I was blah, 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 whatever, and rumors and stuff, mm-hmm. I was, like, sat down from the choir, like, until I, like, I guess cleaned my life up. What? Which, yeah, like, I was, like, sat down, and I was just, like. I didn't know you could do that. Oh yeah! If somebody got pregnant in the choir, they got they got sat down, like because unless you're married, what are you doing up here? How are you gonna be singing to people? And you're clearly in sin. So, okay, but don't okay, baby, I'm real. There were barely there were just just rumors of speculation about me, and I was asked to sit down. And then when I asked to rejoin, it was just like, well, how's your life? How's everything going? Excuse me. Very that, and but there was never a moment of like. Hey, we're concerned like, about how are hearing you? that you're out till you know? six in the morning and driving drunk and doing all these different things. It was never like why? Why am I doing these things? You know what I mean? It was that like, was never the question. Mm-hmm. It was just shame, 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 and it's just like well, how about that's unfortunate. So now I'm leaving here, and that's that, what you're saying about growth. It's just like where's the growth here? Yeah, it's yeah. like this, is anybody gonna reach out and ask why I'm doing these? You things? know. Like, See, that's the shit I get into low Which made me go do more of those things. Because right. <laughs> I feel like nobody, nobody cares. cares. So now yeah. fuck it. Yeah, you yeah. want to sit me down? All right, I'll sit down and do some more. Yeah. So okay. now, oh, I'm kicking off the choir. So that means I can stay out until 6 in the morning on Saturday because I ain't going to be here on Sunday no more. Bet. Mm. Bet. So by you judging me, that has pushed me further away from the Christ. Right, which we shouldn't be judging <laughs> at okay. all. But... Who, who's supposed to judge? Okay. So why are you doing it? It's, it's so much hypocrisy. Because uh, that means you're yeah. ready to be judged. And hmm. I know I'm not. 
because we have not gone outside of ourselves and found our own way to connect. We're still depending off the system that was taught to us by our slave That's owners. why I love millennials, because we question everything, mm-hmm. as we should. Why would I ever blindly follow someone yep. based off of loyalty? Because, oh, I've been here for X amount of years, so Tell I should just then. say, no. Like, if it's not good for me, it's not good for me. And my pastor wants me to, like, tell my whole leadership team in, like, a group setting, and you got me fucked up. I'm not doing that. What the fuck do I look like? Like, I don't owe anyone an explanation. You don't. It's intimidation. It's to make you feel some kind of way, and it's like, now now you're going to out, oh, maybe I shouldn't go. It's like... Yeah, I I, I I talked this through with my therapist. Like, I've made my decision, and I was really disappointed in his response, to be honest. Really? I was. Like, it wasn't a bad response, but it wasn't, like, a accepting response either mm-hmm. so i was really hoping this wouldn't put a strain on our relationship but, it, but it looks like it's going to and i have to be okay with that because yeah. i know what's best for me like yeah mm-hmm. good for you good you for know, you thank you you sound a lot more established than i was when i left like i left <laughs> and i was <laughs> i was like confident in my resolve but i just yeah. didn't talk to anybody about it because like nobody was gonna understand i mm-hmm. mean still like people look at me crazy but i think um if y'all had a relationship that was good and solid that will remain it's just he has to see mm. you being okay doing your own thing mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. like if you like i'm leaving we don't agree that's fine but years go down the line and you look you look like oh wow this person's really thriving and i maybe i was wrong maybe it's not about being right or wrong yeah, but right. it's like you're doing it your own way and they can see you're good yeah. so it's like oh i'll believe that but they're never gonna believe you telling it to them because they're right you have to see it and I all tell the people all the time. But like, that is hypocritical because we're taught to have blind faith with God. We're taught to trust. We're taught all of these different things. But I it's mean. like when you don't, it's it's hypocritical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Very. it's for the birds. And we're not going to do that. So yeah. I met up with my favorite sister in Christ. Mind you, I literally barely talk to these people. Mm-hmm. And not in like a bad way, but like people don't really check in on me. Yeah. Like they check in with they each show. other, you know, yeah. which is like once like that's cool. Like they're all married, they all have kids, shit like that. Right. I don't still... relate to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I have like one big sister, she checks in on me. So I met up with her and I told her, Hey, like, you know, this is what happening. Yeah. And she completely <laughs> understood. She said, I love that for you. Like I'm excited for you. Yeah. And I'm like, that's As how it should, it should be. be, you know? That's a genuine Like friendship. when I first told my pastor, he's like, Oh, we should talk about this in person. For what? Like <laughs> the decision has been made. <laughs> It is what it is. I'm telling you, like it's 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 a a whole other conversation. But again, it's that slave mentality. (laughs) the The whole thing is based off of judgment and making sure you don't step out of line versus developing you as a better person. Yeah, and whatever. Like even even the whole concept of being saved. It's not like oh, I'm saved now. Now let me look at and examine my life and work on things where I have a problem. It's it just like, work like that. no, you're saved. Everything's perfect, and now you can, now you can come sit with us. Now you're over here. Now you're not out in the world no more. And it goes back to that same thing I told you with the, the politics and the vaccines, all that stuff. It's just this otherness. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just like exclusive. Yeah, you want to be a part We're of our over club? Here. Mm-hmm. Don't you want to be? Cool Are y'all even saved for real? Like, make it make sense to me because I don't. Maybe I just have a completely different viewpoint but if i'm saying i'm a like a god-fearing woman i'm a kingdom kid it's my job ultimately to love everyone mm-hmm. to always be that like if someone wants to give their life to christ i'm supposed to be that example for them mm-hmm. how are they going to want to come to me if i treat them like shit yeah. or if i don't accept them or just like all this other crazy things like how do you expect to share god's word when you are the complete opposite of what it's supposed to be mm-hmm. And I just think of all the people that have, like, so many talents and so many stories to tell, so much to offer, like, the kingdom, if you will, or just Mm -hmm. for, just, not necessarily believers, but 
things that people have to contribute to the world that can help people, but they've been so shunned or hurt yes. or, or oh you know by those beliefs, mm-hmm. and that stuff never comes out, Mm-mm. and it's just like it's very damaging mm-hmm. and. I don't know. I don't know. It makes me sad. Like, I see people, and there's so much talent in the church, too. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. just like, if you took that and did a little something with it, like, but, yeah. I don't know. It's a it's a very complicated it's, it's, yeah. conversation. But it needs to be had. <laughs> it does, because we don't we talk have, about it. We don't. We don't. And we that's don't. why we have these platforms to talk about these issues. Yeah. Because yeah. more people should know that they're not alone. It's so many things we don't talk about as a people. Why is that? Black people love not talking about stuff. Yeah. We love we it. Do. I feel like we haven't had the opportunity to, the, or we have, but we've been made to think that we haven't had the time to do that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like, it's always just been survive, 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 survive. Exactly. I think the millennial, it's the first generation that remembers the old school survival yeah. mentality, but it's the first one with the internet and we know like, okay, we don't have to live like this anymore. Yeah. We can live. We don't have to survive anymore. Yeah. And so I think like, it's like when you be so had or whatever, you know, you tell your grandma or your aunt or whatever you're upset about something it's like, boy, you ain't depressed. Hell, everybody's depressed. What are you depressed about? What are you, that. you know what I mean? And that's why I don't talk. And it's, because I, that's what I always think somebody's thinking. That's not that important. Who cares? That's what's going in my mind, and that's why I don't we've share. Heard it, and then you yeah. don't share, and then it, you were all just slowly dying on the inside. Uh-huh. It's just like, uh-huh. man, I think about like my my parents and like the the just the relationship that we have, and like the off and on, and my dad's just like we just don't you know uh-huh. really see eye to eye on a lot of stuff, right? Um, and I've made my amends and kind of forgiven, and I do know that most of my trauma has stemmed from that situation. Right. But I'm not holding anything against him anymore because I know he was doing the best he could with what he had. Right. Um, yeah, nobody knows. Like, <laughs> I know that if I had all this and this is where I come from, then you must have some deep shit you haven't worked out. Right. And it's like, isn't it worth trying? Can we just have, I would respect my dad so much more if we just had one, I've never had one honest conversation with him. Like, sit down and tell me about your first heartbreak the time your friend, you and your friend fell out over something. You know what I mean? You got you got too drunk on this. You tried this for the first time. Like, we've never had that kind of conversation. No realness at all. Everything is just command, command, command. Mm. Judge, judge, judge. Do this. Go to church. Do these things. If it doesn't work, then I don't okay. know anything about you. Yeah. And it's just like, that's, and, what I, that's what makes me sad. It's not like, you treated me bad and I'm sad. Right. It's just, I'm more sad about not having a genuine relationship with you. I don't know you at all. But who are you? At all. That's like, right. do you really know your parents like that? Like, I know my mom. I know like you that. do. I know my. Mom. I know my mom like that. Mm-hmm. And still, I without, know. I just. I, I mean, it's so touchy, touchy. <laughs> it really. It, this is a whole topic for another day. Yeah, yeah. We get too deep, but yeah, yeah. Black and, parenting. <laughs> I mean, and also therapy. Like, we all saved need therapy. my life. Yes, same. Um, but that's not what you're taught either. You're taught pray about it and get on with your life. You know, I'm like, and sometimes you need more than prayer. I need Jesus and I need my therapist. You I need both. them both. You equally. need them both. Not equally, but I need them I'm, both. You know, so that's why I'm like, well, why is always pray, pray, pray? I need more than that. Something's going on and I can't, and I don't know who to talk to about it. I don't know how to express myself or I just go in here and just either take some drugs or eat mm. myself to death or drink. Mm-hmm. That's what I did during my depression. I was drinking and still not doing anything about it because I kept everything hidden inside and then you know lockdown happened and then it all came out and I had to deal with it and I dealt with it Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And, and that's the perception of, of a black woman. Like, if we could dissect so many things, but just how black women are seen in society, it's mm-hmm. your job to take care of everyone before yep. you take care of yourself. Right. It's your job to take care of your home, take care right. of your men, take care right. of everything. And right. then, what do if do? you have time, if you have energy, you can put that into yourself. Yeah. And you feel, and you feel like you're, they, ugh, they make you feel jealous when you take time for yourself. Mm-hmm. You're like, doing that. I am oh, an advocate for child? being bougie. Huh? I'm I mean, an advocate for being bougie. You deserve luxury. Mm-hmm. And I love that for us. Absolutely. Think of just like how black women is just viewed just in general, like the mammy character, right? Like mm-hmm. um, just the, the everybody, when you think of a big black lady that can sing and cook and just, funny. hey, huh, funny, Madea. the funny friend, all this thing, mm-hmm. all that stuff like that is like mm-hmm. white people's. Actually, you, I used, uh, I don't know if you the episode of Off Black when I told you about, oh my gosh, my coworker that was giving me, like, Nene Leakes impressions. Like, why do you think that's appropriate? This is how I knew <laughs> that, like, okay, so way back in the day, Star Jones launched his campaign about, against reality shows, like, oh they're God. making black women look bad, and I was yep. just like, Omarosa okay, it's fine, but Star Jones, you of all people, stop, right. but uh, Apples and Oranges, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm working, long story short, I'm working at this office, it's a doctor's office, I'm the youngest, the only black person, mm-hmm. it's all older you white women. Know. I'm already stressed for you. <laughs> yeah. I'm you already, already stressed know. for you. It's me and all older white women, at, and it's a rich side of town, so mm-hmm. I'm the only black person I see every day in this place, so no blacks. We had one black family that came there. Um, and they were, I love them, actually, they were very sweet. They were I bet. Rich. Yeah, they, they would see me and just be like, like they weren't, right. they weren't funny like, we acting. Yeah, yeah. We had like dog whistle when they would come in. We like, know. How you doing, man? You doing all right? You doing okay? And I'm like, yes, ma'am. They're like, baby, we know. Just you keep Sound doing like your tell, job. Tell the brown. But, you all right? <laughs> you okay? All right. <laughs> and that's your business, right? <laughs> but child, we were talking about the housewives, and it was like, oh my gosh, I love the housewives. And so I'm, I'm like, oh wait, okay. y'all are white. So y'all probably watched Billy Hills and them, whatever. I mean, I do. And so watch. I was just like. Well, no, I'm thinking. I'm thinking about oh, the, the right. coworkers. I'm like, right. oh, let me shift my to like to, Orange County. Let me go ahead right. and code switch. <laughs> so I was trying to do that, and they were like, oh no, you like Atlanta? Oh, I love it. We love Atlanta. I bet you do. Right. And but I'm why just you like, had to go straight to Atlanta, though, bitch? Assuming because it's me. <laughs> it don't matter. I was living, and I was like, actually, I do love Atlanta. So let's talk about it. And she was like, oh, I love this. Is a white woman. She's probably like in her fifties. Um, <laughs> Who and she was like my the, my favorite one of the white women that oh, were there, Lord. which made us hurt worse. Mm. Um, she was like my 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 ride or die in there. Yep, it's and always she, the ones you you like. She was like, oh, I love that Nene Leaks. She's so funny. She's always talking like, ooh, uh, uh, honey, don't touch my hair, girl. Don't get my hair wet. She's always talking about her hair and her nails, and and she does the craziest thing. And the voice she put on, Mm-mm. the way she was moving around, Mm-mm. like a like a gorilla, to be honest. Mm-mm. Like, it literally, she got up, she was so animated, Mm-mm. like, oh, oh no, honey, don't touch my hair, girl. And I'm like, what is this deep voice? What is all of this? And I was like, you are literally describing a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Mean does not act like that. At all. You know what I mean? And I was just like. Now, she might have pulled a wig or two, but I don't but know. But <laughs> but, the, but the voice, and, and don't, is, and don't like, touch my hair, honey, and. Don't get my hair wet, girl. It was, it was like, ins- I've insert never heard black colloquialism here. Yeah. 
and she was saying that it was just like I don't take no mess I mm -mm, I keep it real girl Mm -hmm. and I was just like mortified Mm -hmm. watching her Mm -hmm. do all this stuff I wish I could have seen your face I was like the we were in the car thank God so they're just riding up in the backseat we're coming back from lunch but I was like going to the backseat like uh, Homer Simpson in that tree (laughs) like I was like why is this happening in front of you why is this happening not you that's sad not you No. Yeah, it was, and, and, and the other girls, they were laughing. They're like, oh, yeah, she's so great. And I was just like, wow, is that really how yes. you see? That, that's, that yes. tells you right there that we have two different sets of eyes. Mm-hmm. We're both watching the same show, yep. and I've never seen any act like that before. Never. And that's what you got from that. So, oh, oh, oh. And she stood up and was doing all this stuff and oh. sat down and was like, oh, this, isn't that so funny? And I was just like, no. I'm ready to go back to work. Because this is too much. I'll never forget that. Oh, no. It shook me to my I core. Bet. And she was the one white woman that was just like, she understood the whiteness of it all. So she was always like, you know, she but, was, but she lived they, on the hood side of town yeah. or whatever. Mm. So she felt comfortable enough to do all yeah. this with me. Yeah. Huh? But it's like, can they really ever understand? No. No. Never. No. Like, no. when I walk into a room, I look for people who look like me. Mm-hmm. Like, that's something that a white Instantly. person will never have to understand what that feels like. Mm. Like, I hate that for you. Yeah. And, and women, too. Like, just... Yeah. Just, I mean... I, I hate being around just all men. And that's what I get when I do films oh and stuff. God. Like, the TV films. Sometimes I'm the only black and the only woman. Or sometimes I'm the only woman and there are black men, but it's mostly men. And I'm sometimes the only woman. Oh, you must be on your period. <laughs> it's, it's just yeah. so much Stupid. to have to navigate through mm-hmm. and just like mm-hmm. it is so hard being black <laughs> no cap um, I give I will give it up for women all the time with the whole touching of the hair thing because don't touch I my fucking also hair. experienced that when I worked hair. there I literally started there with how was my hair at first I used to wear this like box kind of kid and play throwback hairstyle when I first started working there so it was like kind of high up and it was boxed it was yeah. cute and then um, when I you know, left the church and got woke. Um, I wouldn't twist my hair up and get dreads. So I started sponging my hair oh, and making it all curly. And all I did was add a little texture to it. So slight. When I walked in the building, oh, they went crazy, you they? would have thought it was like E.T., Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Like, everybody was just like, they, I'm standing here, a circle around me. No. Oh, no. What did you do? What? How'd you get like that? How did you feel? Touching like a zoo animal. And I was just, oh, and I, uh-huh. I was thinking of all the times that, like, my sisters or my, my mm-hmm. black female friends would say these kind of things. Mm-hmm. And I, I would I, I would see it on them, and I'm like, yeah. yes, I'm like, that's stupid. But standing there yeah. in a room, because it was like, it's funny when I'm watching, like, I'm just my sister or whatever. They're just like, oh, my God, your hair. And I'm just like, well, I've never seen a wig before. But when you are the person standing there, it is deeper than that. Mm-hmm. Because now it feels like, this is very uncomfortable. I feel like, yeah. yo, I feel like an animal. Yeah. Why is surrounded all of them I'm standing there and they're all poking and prodding or whatever Mm-mm. and then uh, boss walks in and I'm just like he's look, he looks at it he's a white man very I love him to death but you know rich white man so love insert that hair. hair he walks in he looks at my hair and he just like keeps walking and I was like oh so I guess you're not living he was like I like the fade and just walks away <laughs> because and it, I, I appreciate that instead of yeah, touching it. Yeah. But even that was layered because now that it's a more Afrocentric kind of a style, yeah. you only hired me here because you needed a black face and now I'm a little bit too black and so now it's uncomfortable for you. Mm-hmm. It was a lot, yeah. child. It was a lot working yeah. there. Like, and I you know they got to make a quota. 
you know. Yeah. Word, there we go. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Okay. And anytime somebody will be like, he, he was would, like, oh, he's less aggressive Negro. Yep. We like him. Yeah. <laughs> what a nice yep. looking black man. He's, yeah. he's off black. Not threatening. Yeah. He's off black. You're so different. You're not like the regular black man. I hate racism. He's a good. He's a good little Negro. We yep. like him. We like my, him. Um, my first yeah. experience in leadership was fucking terrible. Mm. I was the only black girl. I was the only black girl that worked at. I used to be a manager at Wawa. It was a really terrible experience because oh, I'm, no. you know, I'm and you're a manager, so you're in charge of people. And they don't respect that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and when I told you I got so much shit, I wanted to quit so bad, mm. but I didn't. Like this girl accused me of like shoving her. Bitches were saying I was bullying them, mm. and then we already have to deal with like these stigmas of being like the angry black woman. All the That's time. why she said it. Stuff. Yeah, because uh-huh. she knew there's a preconceived notion of black women being yeah. aggressive. So if she could yeah. say that. He were, she knows we were gonna believe it. Exactly. And it's like for me, I'm like that black girl. I'm the bougie, well put together, college educated. You're not gonna try my life, bitch. Mm-hmm. And they just did not like me. Yeah, <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah, they want you to be. Yeah, yes, y'all want me to be and ghetto. And don't oh, touch my they hair would love hair. that. Uh-huh. They would love if that was me. Like, yeah. don't get they, my hair wet. They honey. want us to be like that. But yeah. when you're a black girl, that's like, oh. You think you better than us. That's what I always get. You mm. think you better than us. You mm-hmm. think you're up here. And it's like, bro, I don't think about you. No, I just <laughs> love myself. <laughs> I'm just, mm-hmm. yeah, I just love myself. I have standards. Like, I think I'm the shit. Mm-hmm. Because I But don't. they don't like for us to be They don't. It. They want you to be they insecure. Yeah. Exactly. They want you to not feel good about and yourself. Know your and place. I'm you're lucky to be in here. Right, but when Quite they do it, oh, he feeling. is just confident. Yes, but when we do it, oh, she mm, thinks who she you think the, you are. Yeah, you're doing too much. Bitch, I like, think I'm that bitch. What do you mean? So yeah. this bitch can say it, but I can't. Yes, so I'm full of myself. Yeah, okay. All right. So I hate being the only black girl. Mm-hmm. I hate it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I I can relate to that too. When I when I worked at the doctor's office too, because when I would get upset about something. It was like, I really, I used, you know how many times I would have to go to the bathroom and just like turn the water on, yeah. turn the fan on and like scream into my, my mm. shirt. Just like having to sit there and just, the, people, the things people would say to me on a regular basis that I'm I'm used to being around different, I'm used to being the only black person mm-hmm. in a lot of situations. Mm-hmm. So it's fine. But something about there, I think it was working there mixed with like me in my woke phase, you know what I mean? I had mm. left the church and I'm watching all these these documentaries about evil white folks and now I'm sitting here <laughs> and people are just saying anything to me. Like, I'm, right. I'm cleaning the floor because that's what I would do to keep the office clean. I'm like cleaning like a spill that was on the floor and a man walks in and steps over my body instead of walking around me and says, well, you're good for everything around here, huh? I oh, no. But stuff Dreadful. like... Awesome. Like oh something like that gosh. every day, all day, all the time. Oh no. Or people walk So you the house snake. Yeah. Or he will come again and being you like the house nigga. me walking out to help them and I'm like, Hi, how can I help you? And they're just like, Oh, um, I'm coming to get this. Is is somebody available to help me with this? And I'm like Bitch, I'm talking to you. It's it's me. Oh, we thought oh, the guy that works in the back. Or that one guy that the, the guy that cleans things or like all the time. How you, long did you work there? Three and a half long years. Wow. How did you God. stay there like that? Because... Did you have a therapist? I did not. Oh, but my gosh. Because um, my boss... I hate... It's, it's weird to say that, but that's the best boss that I've ever worked for yeah. in my life. So, even though he had his issues, mm. he was a step above everybody else. He at least tried with things. We, we would have open conversations. and He would say things. He'd be like, 
So if somebody were to say this, like, what would that mean? Like, if somebody, you know what I mean? Because he would, he would catch stuff people would say, and he would check people sometimes if he mm-hmm. even caught it. Like, he was, like, trying to not be annoyingly woke, but he was just Italian. He, he, he wasn't learn. born rich. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. I think he had a little bit more of an idea of, like, kind of where I came from. Yeah. So we related on, like, a hustle tip. Like, mm-hmm. he, got, he started that business, like, with his own money. He was working at, like, Joe's Crab Shack and taking night classes to get his you know, his doctorate and stuff. Like, okay. he, like, really hustled and got out the mud and now he's successful. And so we just connected off of that. He loved my hustle. He, I was always doing a million things outside of just working there. And he was always trying to, like, give me more money to stay. And he's like, you don't have to work so much. And I'm like, it's just who I am. I can't, A, don't be around y'all too long. And B, I'm a hustler. And so he would, he let me get into events. Like, I learned how to do events with him. Like, it basically was just like, um, I don't know what you want to do. I can see you're stifled. But here, do what you want. And I was like, okay, I'm going to start marketing us as events. And, like, basically what I'm doing now is what I started there. Like, linking still, up businesses and starting a network and yeah. hosting events. And, do you still connect yeah. with him? Oh, yeah. I talked to him about a month ago. And it's always just random. He'll text me and be like, hey, buddy, hope you're doing good down there. Yeah. It was like, it's like a, a one, every six months we'll get on the phone and talk. Um, well, that's nice. But, He's yeah. like a mentor. Yeah, yeah. He took care of me when I worked there. Like, mm-hmm. car broke down. Like, I, have, I still have, like, his card information in my phone. Like, I think he bought one of these, like, uh, my phone, like, an iPhone for me one time. Like, mm-hmm. he, when I worked there, he was really investing in me. Yeah. Because he saw the potential mm-hmm. in it. Yeah. It was, he was all probably that thinking other stuff. Himself. I love that for you, but I hate that you have to go through that. Yeah. That it was all the other stuff attached to it that was, like, get me out of here. Mm-hmm. Like, it was really bad. But, like I said, it was, but then it was him. So, when I quit there, it was this weird pull and push and pull. Like, man, I really, like, I was terrified to tell him I was leaving. But he got it. As soon as I told him, admitted to him, I was like, I'm moving to Florida. I'm trying to take over the world and do my own thing and this, this, and this. And he was like, okay, down with, he was like, I respect that. Like, how can I help you? Like, mm-hmm. you need a recommendation letter. You need this, you need that. And yeah, he he looked out. But man, white folks, love y'all. Some of y'all. <laughs> but baby, mm. it's, but at the same time, that's the world we live in. And it is. we have to find ways to exist and thrive in it rather than stand outside the door yelling about how unfair it is. No, I'm going right. to build my own table right. without hesitation. And that's just unfair. Tyler Perry. I love favorite him. person. So I'm sorry, say what you want, but that man wouldn't build his Bro, own I mean, shit. I I'm not hating Bro. on that. I'm not hating on that His place and shit be annoying as fuck. He be doing as the most, fuck. but as he fuck. is iconic. Like, and I love that. He got, the, he got the last laugh. Yeah. He did. Like, it was a, it was a joke for me. Time I'm just like, like so many of those movies. It was just like, oh god, when does it end? <laughs> and now looking back on it, and now now just to be like the butt of so many jokes, and now like Hollywood, this all those bad reviews and all that, and now they're like being down your door to use your lot for you to, you know what mm-hmm. I mean, like. That's, that was a come up right there. Yeah. Just taking over that and building your own studio. Period. The like, largest one in the world. Protect Tyler Perry at all costs, by the at way. At all costs. Yeah. Um, you know, hiring black work. Like I said, yeah, the content it. leaves is enough, leaves much to be desired. But at least you're paying the girls. You right. know what I mean? Like, he's, he's, he's keeping them in business. That's one thing I said about Tyler. Like, when he was doing his plays. He kept them people working. Like, he when did. he got his first show, I was like, oh, yeah, she was in the play. Mm-hmm. Da, da, da. So he will keep you working. And he's making, like, Black Hollywood Atlanta now, and everybody's coming there. So he's doing it up for the culture and the people. Yeah, he did a lot of stuff behind the scenes that I didn't know either. I didn't know that The Walking Dead, that's what put him on. What? So The Walking Dead, remember that was the biggest show on TV? Yeah, I know yeah. it was in Atlanta. Yeah. 
that films at Tyler Perry Studios. I didn't know that. I did not know that. Did not know that. I didn't even know he had a studio back when that show was came out. That's when he first got it. And he had all that land out there that was pretty cheap that nobody wanted to yeah. go to. But Atlanta has a lot of space to record at. Mm-hmm. And it's all that all those old buildings of the North with all those old bases all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So he bought that and then the first big thing he got to shoot there was The Walking Dead. Nice. And he did it for like something crazy like dirt cheap it was just like give me whatever like the, it was like the lowest possible amount because uh he just wanted to get them in he got them in the walking dead became the walking dead you right. know what i mean and then now all hollywood's looking like oh we can record there oh we can do that there right because it's that's, cheaper that's what put him on that's because that's, he became a billionaire like overnight and it was like from a deal movies no, he was he was exactly. showing up. Make it make sense. He was right. I was like, yeah. I know y'all got a following, but my nigga, a billionaire. But no, he was showing up. A lot I of things have been filmed there that I didn't know were, was filmed there. Yeah, and, you know, Walking well, Dead like ten seasons. The Marvel seasons. movies too. The Marvel movies been there. It might have been on his property. Black too. Panther was there. Yeah. Um, I think there's another one that they shot there. Um, not Black Widow, but it was another one of the recent ones they shot there. Uh, um, Endgame. I might have been. And I feel like it was like one of the more recent I, ones, but it was Black Panther for sure and something else they yeah. shot there. Uh, I know Guardians of the Galaxy did something in Atlanta mm-hmm, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Bad Boys, yeah. Coming to America, all right. those shot at the Tom Perry Studios. Yeah. So like, I don't know, just stick to your ideas, trust your ideas. We don't have to understand it, but... Well, that's the thing is the people will talk you out of it. It's a lot of stuff I had when I was younger and I got talked out of. Mm-hmm. And now I see people doing I'm like, well, Damn it, I, why did I listen to them? Yeah. You know? Imagine he would listen to niggas and been like, oh, I guess I ain't bringing out the quality of black film. I guess my wigs are bad. I guess I'll just go ahead and quit. <laughs> it's like, those things can't be true, but yeah, you better stick to, stick to your ideas. Bruh. They're all bad except for his. The Medea wigs, I've never seen out of place. Like, the lace is always Ever. smooth down. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you grew that hair overnight, mm-hmm. but meanwhile, you got Taraji over here in some throat. <laughs> <laughs> Mama, Braided Weed. Bro, we will That's never not forget yeah. that. I love talking about fucking Helen and Charles. And, uh, what's his name? Uh, Helen and Charles. <laughs> I still hate Charles Axe. It's the names for me. Helen was her name. Like, <laughs> and okay. Charles? And Charles. That's some old-ass names. Right. Old-ass names. Bro, old church her name. Pearl. Pearl. Cora. 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 Yeah. Cora is definitely like, old name. Like, where does he be that's fighting this shit? What is Cora even the abbreviation of? And fucking Mr. Yeah. Brown. Like, that's it? Like, Mr. It's, Brown. He ain't got no first name. name. That's my nigga. I know people that are you. Oh, that's Mr. Brown. You know, do you know his first funny name? No. We all know one, though. Yep. Yep. Show do. I love Tyler Perry low-key. Yes, now the place in the beginning, like, they, I remember them being, like, side-splitting laughter. Like, Mm -hmm. we used to get the bootlegs from the churches. Mm -hmm. They were circulating around in people's trunks and stuff. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, yeah, the Medea. If somebody went to somebody's house and they had had it, it was like, oh, turn that on. We got to watch this. Yeah. Yep. Like I a, ain't seen the new one yet, girl. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it and was a fun there, underground used, thing. Yes, and because I used to go over my friend house, her mom's house, mm-hmm. on Sunday because that's when she cooked. So I was like, all right, after work, I'm going to your mom's house. You you gonna be there? All right. So I get there before she do whatever. I get my plate, girl. I, her mama had her computer, her little square like old school computer, making DVDs. <laughs> On Sunday, because uh, at church the next weekend, she she already got a list 
of people who, oh, girl, can you get, because so-and-so want this, so she had made her own little hustle mm-hmm. at her church. She's like, I got that class reunion. <laughs> Why did we get married? <laughs> yeah. What you need? What you got? What you need? I got Blu-ray. You can't afford Blu-ray. I got it, you know. Oh, she hustled. I love it. And she started doing that. She be calling me on the phone. Rick Shell, now what? What does, uh, because they always call me, I was the tech person, mm-hmm. so she would always call me, like, okay, I couldn't get this to work. So, yeah, them, them older, the older black ladies, that's why he probably named all of them that, <laughs> are the ones that kept him going and like got the young right. people into it, because you know if you go over somebody's house, auntie mm-hmm. house, grandma house, you gonna sit up there and watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it, and then and- that's how it circulates. It was a loyal enough fan base, I feel like. Church people are that loyal. They're stick, right away. They're talking about you, loyal. not like it. Yeah, we will. Because, I mean, I, I still watch all the stuff I talked about. Like, it was yeah. like, I want to see you win at the end of the day. We just going to talk about that shit. We just yeah. going to talk about it. It's crazy. <laughs> How did get back on that boat? Like, this bruh, shit is crazy. Bruh. I still haven't seen it yet. How did her crashing... I still haven't how did, seen it. How did her crashing her car into... Uh, purposely, Make her not have babies. Now she can't have kids? <laughs> Look, that's what happened when to the reader talk about it I just be like I feel like I've seen the movie they talk about it so you much you have all those questions are valid they're yeah. very valid but even though I was fucking why did I get married like bro you really got her driving up <laughs> fucking stuff fucking Sheila fucking Sheila why yeah, the Jill, women Jill Scott had to get a good check for that there yo or like when fucking Gavin died in the second movie like bro why did you do this <laughs> why is why, why was you... why do you have this, the the man pop out the cake talking about some it's raining I was like, like what is we, it we could have stopped this a long time ago this is chaos bro it's pure fucking chaos it is which is what Ooh. see in, on that Nicole Byer podcast and that's how they get you uh-huh. what they do is he's like you you're watching it and it's so ridiculous at this point that yes. you have to keep you gotta going. You got to see it through. Like, well, what else gonna is going to happen? You got to see it through. Like, it's like, yep. this is so over the top and Stupid. insane. It, it would work if... The acting's bad. If he would lean into making it full-on camp or, like, full-on soap opera and just do, living in that ridiculousness, mm, I yes. think it would do better. But he tries to tout these as, like, heavy emotional dramas. And Child. it's like, bro, the Oscars are not going to be calling you... <laughs> For why to get married to with Janet Jackson cussing her husband and then getting hit by a car minutes afterwards. It's like, like what? what? The fuck? So now it's her fault. Uh-huh. Now you killed your son and your husband. Ooh, uh-huh. black woman. There go the women again. Black woman. Like, remember the first one, the baby died. Yes. It's her yeah. fault. Yeah. Like, the and, women messed it up again. The baby. Yeah. And then it's, it's, it's so much happening at one time. This couple can't find a job. Yep. This one's emotionally cheated. Yep. This one's trying to get... Oh, this one got cancer trying yep. to get his ex back. Right. Like, it's too much going on. And then he drops bombshells like they're nothing. Like, you find out <laughs> that this person was molested by the daddy. Moving on. Now we're talking about this person over here cheating on their husband. It's like, I want to go back to this girl. Give <laughs> right. Like, we're going to gloss, gloss over. over? Yeah. It's, Bro, it's so much. He oh. kills me. Oh, my God. The Oval, y'all... Y'all better watch the Oval. I have it. In the in just the pilot episode, there's a uh, uh-uh. uh the 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 scene opens up with the husband and the wife, the president, the president and the first lady, first lady okay. fist fighting in a full choreographed scene. For the first five minutes was just like it's the pilot. She's sitting there dramatically at the mirror, like so so proper. I'm she's like this nigga, up. and she's sitting there looking, and he walks up, and he's like, he says something sexy and corny, and she looks at him. And says something back snarky, and then he just looks at her and pop. 
And then she looks at him and grabs the uh, uh, <laughs> a lamp or something and bop. And now they're bing, 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 bing. And it's a full choreographed fight scene. Like, she, he's throwing no. her across the bed. No. And she's busting a chair over his head. Mr. It's like, Mrs. Smith? It's... But is with a five dollar budget, is it? and it's supposed to be like this. It was supposed to be giving that, and it was giving like high school play because, of course, when they're hitting each other, it's just like, ugh, you know. I mean, she's punching and he's he's moving, and she knees him, but her knee is so far away from him, and he's like, oh, like it's just not even it well was like acting. Practice, like, it was is, it, is this what scandal was supposed to be? Like, I'm confused. Oh, it's, I feel Lord. like it's like they, they probably do like one take of everything. Like, it feels like, okay, yeah. get in a fight. And That's it, good. Was That's like, good. Yeah. Keep moving. Yeah. Because Tyler would be like, we got to get these down next tomorrow. Yes. This is five episodes today. Get it. Yes. That's, That's the how first, I feel like it is. That's the first scene. The next scene, moving to the White House, the, the president's daughter comes home drunk. They just moved in. So how are you coming home drunk? Where are you coming from? Is it the first you've been? Where have you been all day? Right? So she shows up. She's drunk. Uh, the butler who's there, he's been there for a long time. And so he's like all in good with the White House people. So his son comes up there and helps him do some work sometimes. You know, he's not like a White House employee. So the son is there. And the daughter likes the son of the butler. So she instructs him to walk her to her room. And then he makes an advance at him. And he's like, no, get away from me. And she trips and falls and hits her head. Now she's knocked out. She comes to him and she's like, he tried to rape me. Bruh. And everybody's like, first of all, why is all this happening? Is the first thing. <laughs> like, this is the next scene after the fist the fight fist in fight. the room. And then, the next, then there's a scene after that where the son is touching himself and Bruh. throws the stuff at somebody. It's a... It's too much. It's really insane. And that's the, just the first that episode. The that's first the pilot episode. I said, "Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm in now. I'm strapped yeah, in." Yeah, like yeah. it was so, so crazy ridiculous. that you're watching. It was like this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. But then by the end of it, at the very end, something ridiculous happens. Somebody gets shot, or you walk in, there's somebody fucking, and it's just like, "Wait, what's that?" What's...? And then it's over, and it's like, "Now nah, I gotta watch the next episode and fight through the ridiculousness." And I watched that whole season, and I was very ashamed of myself <laughs> for watching it. But I was gonna watch and I'm, too. You bet I am. It's taking everything in me not to pay for our Amazon Prime. <laughs> I'm trying to wait for it to be free on BET. I got Amazon Prime. You can watch it. It's not Prime. It's on Amazon. So like you have to like pay for it. It's oh, on Amazon Prime. Wow. So, um, but I'm like I can wait till it's on BET Plus. But yeah, we gotta protect Tyler Perry though, because he is. We got hilarious. to. We got to. Ruthless child. It's a mess. That one I couldn't go back to. It was just too crazy. I mean, the, the nudity is fun. I'll give you that. But okay. outside of that, it's just like, this is a lot. But yeah, I tried. The nudity does make it worth it. <laughs> the I sex tried. scenes have gotten better. I tried. <laughs> Sisters, I tried. Oh, forget it. And I've it. seen people talk forget about it. how good it is, and it's coming back, and I'm like, I couldn't get through it. And I I watched it because uh, I Can't am. can do it. The uh, film. Yeah, that's the only reason why I would watch it. Same. And I was him. like, yep. yeah, because I was like, oh, he fine, he acting. Let me check it out. You know, supporting. Was our it people. cringe? Yes. Was I it mean, cringe? it wasn't. I mean, we know how Tyler Perry actors are in these shows. <laughs> he didn't disappoint. That's all I gotta say. Bruh. He didn't Girl. disappoint. Not Devell. Uh, yeah. Bruh. That bruh. show. Uh, Bruh. Is that the name of the show? Yes. yes. I Tyler bruh. Perry's bruh. bruh. And it's supposed to be the guy version of Sisters. Yes. And when I tell you He could have said bro. He could have said brothers. Brothers. No. Brothers. Bruh. Homies. No. B-R-U-H. 
Bruh, and I it hate that. Is, Does it have an exclamation on it? No, it's just so Tyler Perry's bro. I'm bruh. like, so is this I like your brother's it. biography or like what is going on? <laughs> um, but let well, me, I'm sure they find. I oh, of course, of yeah, course, of course. You know, every yeah. single person on Life screen is beautiful. <laughs> That's how they get you again. That's how they get you. He rubs you in with these beautiful actors and actresses. Yep. And I was like, okay, I can get down to this, but it's just, I couldn't finish the first episode. Cringe. He had, first of all, I told you he had the mama from the plays interacting a goddamn fool. Mm-hmm. Um, she's the she's the one he sees the Harlem Shake all the time, and she she always played a maid or some homely character, and she talked like this, and she was uh, in a glass reunion. She was like, she worked for some hotel. Did she have on glasses? She had glasses and that gray wig. She always played way older, older than, she than she was in was, real life. Yeah. Her name was like, shh. Chandra Russell or Sandra I know Russell? You, I or... know who you're talking about. Because he used the same people over same again, people. like I said. And this one, she's supposed to be like the cool um, mom, but it's played so on the nose and over the top. Like, she walks out and everything is, hell nah, Mm-mm. fuck that. And it's like, all, it's like <laughs> you know, like misplaced curse words. And then, of course, he's smoking <laughs> weed. And he's like, mom... And, the only thing he said the whole time was, Mama, you can't you can't do that, Mama. You can't say that. And she's like, where your fine ass friend at? Hmm. I remember back in the day, I see this, and, but it's way more vulgar things than that. And it's just like, we've seen the wise crack. It's basically like Medea, if Medea cursed. Like, but, it basically, it's that she's playing this Medea character, yeah. but just not as good, to be honest. Not as, It's not it's funny not at funny, all. Yeah, at least and, a, a, a Medea, you can laugh. Yeah, because Tyler like, Perry is funny. Right. She was just playing this on the nose thing. And everybody like, can't do comedy. Just like, I don't, I don't go. The last time they had me in church, I was doing this. It's like, no, you're not funny. This is everybody not funny. Everybody cannot do comedy. No, no. It's not for everybody. I don't want to hear you talking about dicks and all this. It's, I'm, I'm uncomfortable. Right. Go back to the plays. Right. Sing for me, and, please. And Sing for from, me. And people from plays cannot <laughs> be actors either. Yeah. Because they so used to overperforming. Yep, yep. Because you have to get you have to all do the that. people in the back. Exactly. It doesn't work on TV. It does not. You don't have to do all that. No. And she was doing the most. Okay. And then his only rebuttal the whole time was just like, Oh, you can't say that. I'm like, does he have any other dialogue? No. Like, because her comedy is not strong enough for that to be his only response. And I turned it off. That was the first scene. I didn't watch any more of it after that. I said, I'm good yeah. on this. But yeah, yeah everybody was pretty. Okay. They had a sex scene in the first 10 minutes, of, of course. Of course. Yeah, there's this crazy ass show on Netflix called, I think it's Sex Slash Life. I saw that on there. I haven't watched it, but I see. You should watch it. I should watch sex it. Sex Life? Yeah. It's like sex, sex slash life. life. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what it's about. But. It definitely gives me soft porn, so I'm just going to throw it out there. First okay. three minutes in, they're fucking. Okay. Oh, but let me tell you right, the gist of it. I mean, I watched the L word. Uh, I know. I haven't watched that. So it's basically, it follows this wife. Um, she she loves her husband. She loves her kids. She really does. But he's just not hitting it the way that she needs it mm-hmm. to be hit. Like, it's just not there. Like, she's trying to get slutted out. Homie's not trying to slur her the fuck yeah, out. Right. So she starts journaling about her ex-boyfriend and how he used to be slutting her the F out. Oh, I like her. And then her husband found the journal. Yes. Tragic. Right. So it kind of like, I don't want to, you know, spoil it because you actually do want to watch it. I'm going to watch it now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's crazy as fuck. Please and I text like... me your thoughts because I love this shit. Oh yeah, we can, I, we can do a review, girl. <laughs> it was, it yeah. is so sad to me. But like, it's it's just, I think about things differently as a podcaster. Mm-hmm. You just be thinking about shit. Mm-hmm. But yes, please mm-hmm. watch it. No, I will. I will. That's a whole nother subject of have you guys people ever... not hitting the right. <laughs> I was thinking about sex scenes. Have you guys seen, did you ever watch uh, Since 8 on Netflix? Since no. Eight. no. So it got canceled. It was another show that was very, very complicated and hard to follow. But it was 
Uh, it was since eight. Since eight, still can't exactly give you the thing because it was it was so deep that it was just like you have to really follow it. I think it's probably lost a lot of people, but the acting was really mm-hmm. good, so I would just watch it. But they had probably the best sex scene of any show I've ever seen. Like, like their sex scenes were like iconic in the show. That's so why you watch them because they were like so. The the premise of the show was these eight people that are like joined. They have like an eight sensor or whatever or eight senses or something like that, where they all connect to each other. So they can hear each other's thoughts. Um, they can talk to each other through, like, their mind. Like, one person's in India, one person's in... Yeah. They're all over the world, mm-hmm. and they're all connected in, like, weird ways. And so when when they're having sex, or one of them's having sex, they all experience it. Ooh. So, like, it's eight of them, just eight of them connected or whatever. And so one of them's having sex with their or their wife or whatever. And it shows all of them, no matter what all of them are doing, they're all experiencing that. So, like, one person is, like, at dinner with, like, their their wife and kids because they live over in, like, Uganda. There's another guy, he lives in Russia, and he's, like, at the gym. Another person, he's an actor, and he's, like, on set. But in this other person who's actually having the set, because they're all connected, they're all just, like, they're all, in, so in their head, they're all there. They can all see, they're all experiencing in real time. That's how connected they are. And so... Can you not stop that from happening? Why are they no, connected? No, like... Oh, that's the the, that's the point of the show. It's really hard to, to explain, but yeah, they all have like it's, they all have like the same birthday. They uh, it's some kind of connection they all have, and they can kind of like show up for each other. Like when one of them's in trouble, like if I was like somewhere stressed out, like say I have like my car breaks down, I'm like, oh, what am I gonna do? They one feel of, it. What the person that there's a person over in like Kenya who's a mechanic and whatever, whatever. He can feel when something is wrong, and he'll show up and be like, "What am I doing here?" And it's me, and I'm like, "How did you get here?" And he's like, "I don't know. I didn't, I'm just here." So he just and he's just appears. like, "I don't know what my car broke down. I don't know what to do." And he's like, "Oh, I don't know how to fix cars." It's like that. Mm. Like that's how they find each other. It's, it's like me manifest. It's it's very that, but way better and way bigger budget. <laughs> but when they have someone they're having the sex scenes. Again, somebody's having sex, so now they're all in it. They yeah. all go to, like, this, like... It's like this giant orgy, if you will. But it's not raunchy. It's, like, very authentic in a way. Like, they're just... It's, like, all slow motion. They'll play a song, and it's, like, they're transferred to this place. And you can be having sex with a person you're with, but in this space, they're all with each other. And, like... So, so it's, like, they're men and women and old and, like, younger. And, like, they're all... Adults, but they're all yeah. totally different. So, like, even in the in the scene, like, they'll be like kissing. Uh, it'll be a guy kissing one of the girls, and then the face switching. It'll be like another guy. And they're just like, oh my! But so they're not freaked out by it. They're just like in real time, just like, oh my god! It kind of t- it basically tells the story of just like how we're all connected. Yeah, yeah. We all want the same thing. We all we love, support it. We all want whatever. But uh, we all need somebody to help us to show up for us. So mm-hmm. it's a really cool in that way. I think it's just. I broke it down as simply as possible, and it's still confusing. But for the sex scenes alone, I would say watch it. Like <laughs> they have like one for each season. They're like it's like a, a ten minute scene. Like wow, but it's just very okay. interesting about sex differently. So my question: mm-hmm. <laughs> What are the people doing in real life when this is happening, and they're going there? They're just like there. So like, um, so are they moving? Or are they doing no? Anything? It's so like they're, just, they're like almost they're like they're I'll be sitting. Out. I'll be sitting here, and then just be like if. Somebody that connects to me like needs me, mm-hmm. then it's just like you're just sitting, like you're just in a trance, like you're just there. You know what I mean? And, you and, so, and so people can talk to you and stuff, and you right, not you're just do yeah. It'll be like I was like in here taking a nap or something. Mm-hmm. You know, with your eyes open. I mean, you're not just sitting there looking around, like you're they're like out of it, like they're just like not. When they go to the place, they're not still functioning on this side. They're just like like 
out. Wow. And then, but probably people think they got narcolepsy or something. And then, but and then when a person shows up there, only they like if you showed up here, only I can see you. So if it's me oh. and her in a room, and now you're here with me, yeah, you're only like the person that's connected can see you. Oh right. So not I'm sure. talking to you, and you're like, who are you talking to? And I'm just like, maybe you'll see her you'll standing see her. right here. And yeah. you're and you're just like, what am I here for? And you're just like, I don't know. Well, obviously you need something. I'm here. And then whatever the situation is that you're in, or whatever the person that shows up is the person that you. can help you through that. I'm watching this. And it's very. I know. Like I'm sitting here, like okay, it's, it's very already saved in my list. And then it, sees, and it gets complicated because at, then they start getting to know each other, and then like there's one storyline where this lady, she's married, she's an Indian woman, and she's married to her husband who is really sweet and loves her. But you know the Indian culture kind of is like, oh, here's your husband, here's that, mm-hmm. be the woman, be that. And she has a connection with one of the people in her head. Mm. You know what I mean? And he's like, and so, and he's in a situation and they're like, but they have like this Romeo and Juliet, like mm. real attraction. Like when they're in each other's head, it's just like this passionate thing. But how, I don't know you. What is this? Like, I have a whole husband at home. You got your thing. Is this even real? We're in each other's heads. Like right. we go to dream at night and we wake up in the same place. But then it's, it's really interesting and it talks about like how i don't know just the connections you make with people and how they're more than just what you think they are yeah. and mm. watch it it's good it's only two seasons and so the second one ends like with abruptly with a cliffhanger uh. but the fans were mad and just and went, were like hashtag justice for it so like a year later they came back out with like a two and a half hour episode that like some closed it all out no okay so, that's what they need to do with manifest yep oh so have you finished the second season of manifest third season oh it's on third season already? third season is on hulu Am I going to make it that far? Yes. Okay. Because I'm at the end of season one, and I started it when it came out before. Okay. I got fatigued, so that's my second time. Mm -hmm. And I'm starting to get fatigued again. I'm not even going to lie. Season two, you really got to stick with it. Okay. Because it's like, bro, how many times am I dying? I feel like it is. It's it's the actors, I feel like, that tire me out because I'm still in the season one. You know. Which one particularly? Um, The white girl. What's the the blonde? The one that's Mick. She's very one note with her, her acting. Her, yeah, everything, her, everything is yeah. so this and duh, 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 duh. it's like that gets tiring after a while. I like, feel you. And then um, the brother is always gonna figure everything out. <laughs> and everything's gonna poison. And I hate He you. has one of those like those sexy, smart thinking looks at the camera. Like he has yeah. those moments like yeah, every yeah. episode, and I'm just like, I'm tired. At this point. <laughs> they took but, the other seasons off. Oh what? A minute. Season one and two is on Netflix. Netflix. And, and then season oh, three is on Hulu. okay. Because okay. I was like, I know I started watching it and again I fell off too. It, it's it. really interesting. I'm not like just thinking about everything, but I want to know what the fuck happened to this plane. Like, can we, what happened oh, so to this plane? so you're on season three you still haven't found out? No. We know it's like. It's getting lost at this point. We know bits and pieces. I did not say that. And like, it's crazy. Like, bruh, parts of the plane come back. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. But you do you just you just gotta get through the somebody dying this episode. We gotta see if the passengers had asked this. But once yeah. you decipher through all of that, it's worth it. But it ends mm. with like a major fucking cliffhanger. No, multiple cliffhangers. And it's just like, bro, some and then Netflix said they're not gonna pick it up. Even Damn. though it's still in the top ten. Mm. It's been what, over a month now. Yeah. Yeah, it's still doing good. People are watching it. It's a good show. Something about it wrote me in. But yeah, it's, it's, a, the, it's the pacing is, of it is. I mean, slow. the premise of it is good. It's just, I was, ugh. and maybe they do need like a Netflix budget. Like you know, mm-hmm. how the fuck you gonna pick up Lucifer? Netflix has saved a lot of shows. Lucifer, I like Lucifer, but not Manifest. Right, so now the creator up. is trying to find like somebody to um, 
what's the word I'm looking for? I can't think of anything. Not sponsor, but to basically help him make a, a movie. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To yeah. sum it up. Because we it. need to know. Yes, to fund it. We need to know what the fuck happened with this plane. Is Mick, and I can't be spoiling stuff, so never mind. But I need to know. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna finish. I'm gonna knock it out. I love that. I movie. told myself I can make because I, I again, I love the premise of it, and the show was yeah. good. Yeah. But some shows aren't meant to be binged either. I feel like I it's a lot when I, when I, like three episodes after a while, I was like, okay, I'm making her intensity. Then <laughs> like, try to okay. save everybody, figure yeah. out everything. It's like I need everybody to calm down. <laughs> Even the first season, I felt like they were all doing too much. It's like you've been, you just got told that you've been missing for five years. Five. And she going back to work like yeah. Like, I'm like I was like, girl, I hated that storyline with her best friend Mary. I hate. Oh, that I hate shit. that. That I was a reach. Hate that was a reach. That shit. I'm it like, is my biggest me? pet peeve. Like really, right. bitch. Well, you know things happen. Why were y'all even hanging out together? Because she's like I yeah. don't hate. I hate and, that storyline. I don't understand know. that. It was like, oh, you know, we grieve together, and yeah. then, uh, it's like, yeah. And then you grieved on his dick. Like, make it make sense to me, yeah. sis. And then I she hope just you will bless this. Go post something about I hope that you will, that you will bless. Yes. This or no. You know absolutely it, not. So you're no. always saying that make yourself feel better. Like you exactly. know, I would not be down with that. Yeah. Now I get it. You come back and that's happening. That was complicated, but oh my gosh, the scene when she when they first when she goes to the house and she first hangs out with them for the first time. She's like trying to accept it, so they like invite her over dinner or whatever. Yeah. And they walk in and he walks over. He's like, "Hey, babe," and kisses her. I'm like, "You you gotta do all that in front of me." Like, right? We get it. You're married. You have to like. <laughs> let me just notice on home. Be like, "Oh, how was your day at work, babe?" Like, you can do that when I leave. Then it this was the friend lot. just expecting for them to still be best friends after. Like, yeah, girl, no, you are no, with my man. He's no. literally, he was literally my my fiance twenty minutes ago. Yes. My time. Right. Yes. Yeah. You and know, then, like, and I still got to process this. Yeah. Because yeah. it was twenty minutes for me. For it's me, five, five years for y'all. Yeah. But still, girl code. A couple of days ago, I was bitching about so how niggas and shit, and now you married <laughs> to the man, like right. Yeah. Well, she's dead, so I really can do what I want to do now. Like, That's just say you always wanted him. Yeah. Just say you was always yeah. well, She made the comment. She was like, she's always she always had a woman. I was like, yeah. you got to watch. Mm-hmm. And that's Best why friends. I have people in my business. Absolutely. Just for that. Because you have that for one friend, and you don't know. But she, you tell her everything. I'm like, oh, he's so good. And then she complained about her no good man. Watch your back. I wish a bitch would. Watch your back. It's, not, it's always that one. It's always that one. You gotta be very, very careful, which is why I told you before, I'm very not like the, let's all go on couples dates. Let's all do that mm. thing. I'll show up alone on the couples date and, y'all, and watch y'all, you know, <laughs> confess all y'all stuff. But what's happening over here is happening over here. I need everybody to mind their business, please. Thanks. I've never Cause... thought about it like that. Like mm. how businesses be fought and shit. Mm-hmm. Where, like, you try to compare your relationship to other people. Mm-hmm. We're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll probably go on a couple dates with my best friend think... and her, man. But that's it. Because bitches are weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I've learned. And niggas are weird. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like. As fuck. I've been in situations where, because I, I, I get too close to, you know, he, like other people's couples and stuff. Everybody's, you know, I'm everybody's friend and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then when you're in a situation and on both sides, I've been friends with couples and the man has been a move on me or the girl has been a move on me. And I'm just like, now I have to leave. Because right? mm-hmm. what I want to do is get involved in any situation. You want to be the unicorn? No. 
Listen, I mean, hold on now. If it's, if it's an approved upon conversation ahead of time, uh-huh. but you know, if you're taking me to the corner and like, so let's go ahead. Ah, and now I can never be in a situation again without being uncomfortable. Right. And so, yeah, niggas and females, females <laughs> trying to stop saying the B word. Because oh. you know, I was on the tip of my tongue. Yeah. Um, it's part of my woke movement. Good for I you. Like I love that. I need to stop cursing. But it's my favorite word. So. Um, it's been hard for me to hop mm-hmm. off of it, but you're gonna be blessed. You've been doing well. Mm-hmm. I am because I, I use it for everything. I, it's not bitches. Isn't just like you know only about women. It's any you know niggas, mm-hmm. bitches. Those are interchangeable words. Girl, that can be anybody. You know what yeah, I'm talking about? Like oh, the girls are there. Oh my gosh, bro. You know what I mean? I mm-hmm. I I don't have any kind of thing on my words, but I realize now with podcasting, I'm a lot more comfortable. Like. Uh, aware of my words that I use, mm-hmm. and the people that are listening to it don't mm-hmm. know like my language, my colloquialism. So mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes I can paint myself as not, you know, the most politically correct person. But really, it's just how I talk. Like it's just like yeah, yeah. I can be like talking about a bunch of guys. Like like for instance, I was talking to Sean the other day, and we're, I was in an event that I went to, and he was like, "Who's out there?" I was like, "Oh, everybody was like, I was like, the girls were there." And he was like, oh, who? Like, what girls? And I was just like, oh, I meant, like, so-and-so and so-and-so. I'm talking about rappers and the artists yeah, people, right? Yeah. Like, niggas. Like, people, when I say the girls, I mean, like, people in the industry. Like, everybody who's anybody would have been here. Right. But when I said that to him, he was just like, oh, what, what girls? Were like, was so-and-so and so I was like, no. Like, I was like, okay. So, <laughs> I mean, we need to be at this event, basically. Like, everybody like, was there. Everybody in the and he, he thought that was the funniest thing. And it was like, well, I was like, oh, yeah, the girls were there. And I was yeah. like, oh, wait, the girls meaning, like, he doesn't he mainly niggas. But <laughs> yeah. It wasn't, I'm not calling the guys girls. It right. was just, yeah. It, the he, girls were there. Yeah, yeah. Just, it means that that was the spot. That's what was happening. Like, if I'm talking to my sister, I'll be like, bro. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or, my nigga, let me tell you about this. Mm-hmm. I'm not calling her mannish. It's just the way that I talk. Like, yeah. it's whatever comes out at the moment happens. Right. But I'm way more cognizant of it now. Yeah. Because I talk for a living. So it's like, <laughs> words mean things. Words mean things. And I guess that's going to wrap it up. Because yes. we've been talking too long. Oh, we can chop this up and I can make a couple little episodes out no, of this. No, you really could. So thank you guys so much for being on the show. The Don B, where can they see you? They can follow me at the Don B on all platforms, at Independent Dream Factory on all platforms to keep up what we're going on next, and also WXSJ97.3radio.com to listen to the B Spot and a flag, and also the Dream Mix that plays every Saturday at 4 p.m. And we are actually recording at Studio SMV, the headquarters of WXSJ97.3 and the Independent Dream Factory. Thank you so much for the plug. <laughs> All right, girl. Where can we find you, honey? And you guys know you can follow me on Instagram at a moment with day. Sam on Facebook and Twitter is underscore Keele. That's it. Yeah, that's all. Oh, what? That's on period. That's on period, menstrual. All right, we out of here. Akuna Matata.